right, what's up, everybody? Uh, I'm Brian here with Israel and Vince. Uh, we're recording back to back, so we're wearing the same clothes. <laughs> we we didn't wear these like uh, two weeks straight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna just go over our top uh, recording metal recordings of the year. So our favorites. Um, we have a few up already by some guests over at metalswapme.com. Uh, Astrid and Jesse so far have given theirs. We got a couple. We got one from Eric, and probably Todd is going to list his. Oh, great! So, uh, yeah, let's get into it. Uh, who wants to go first? I can go first. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so, um, unfortunately, I didn't get a lot of albums to listen to this year uh, for one reason or another. Uh, some of the few that I actually caught on, uh, so I don't have a top ten quite. Mm -hmm. Uh, but there was some some stuff that really stood out. Um, uh, starting off with Gaera, uh, Portuguese uh, band, uh, black metal with tinges of kind of like doom. Uh, the album was Mirage, um, really really outstanding uh, black metal album. Um, it's one of those kind of bands that are a little bit of a mid paced, uh, but they do add a lot of melody, especially to the leads that they do. I was really surprised with this band. I, I believe it's only like their second or third album that they put out. Um, and they just played a couple of uh, dates in uh, Mexico uh, with Watain. So, really, really great uh, black metal band guy area from Portugal. That's where they're from? Yep. Uh, they wear masks, so it's kind of a weird... I mean, I guess all black metal bands are wearing masks now. Yeah, I guess it's because the, the, the paint thing is, uh, I don't know, limiting or something? Yeah, I guess yeah. so. So, they wear these uh, kind of hoods over their faces. Really great uh, black metal band. Check it out. Uh, my second pick was Goat Whore, Angels Hung <clears throat> from the Arches of Heaven. Uh, a really surprising uh, album from Goat Whore, at least in my case. I'm not a huge Goat Whore fan. I like some of the albums. Uh, but this one really kind of kind of put them over the top for me. Um, uh, very, very well executed guitar, especially the leads. Um, the production was, was very well done. Um, and a lot, of, a lot of very, very good punishing songs uh these guys kind of tend to mix thrash death metal and black metal kind of all in the same thing and they do it really well especially with this release uh really happy really happy to have uh, to have these guys who've been around for 25 years from what i recall to have an album that 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 kind of you know hits you pretty hard especially from the beginning they go straight for the throat on the first song um it goes it goes hard um immolation gotta represent acts of god um Really enjoyed this album, uh, traditional, you know, immolation fashion, the, the, the chaotic uh, riffing from Raw Vigna, um, which is really well complemented by Alex Books, um, handling the, the rhythm duties and some of the leads as well. Um, got to see him a, a couple of weeks ago with Cannibal Corpse at, at the Observatory, and they were just phenomenal. Um, it's not quite as good as the previous album, Atonement, uh, but I really did enjoy this one. So pick it up, Immolation Acts of God. I felt the same about the Immolation album. I thought, no. it, I thought it was good, but uh, not as memorable as a previous album. Very true, very true. I, I really dug it, but I, I tend to go still with Atonement as one of their one of the highlights of, of their career for me. Um, sticking with the blood with the uh, death metal uh, vein, Bloodbath, Survival of the Sickest, uh, Bloodbath. Especially nowadays, you're not going to get anything that's super, you know, innovative, uh, you know, Swedish-style death metal. Um, they kind of keep doing the same thing over and over again, but they do it really well. 
um, and it's one of those albums that uh, that uh, really really stood out for me this year that I listened to. Um, so Bloodbath Survival is sickest. Um, Riot City. I was, gonna oh, say, no. I was gonna say the Bloodbath had a little bit of a Florida kind of feel to it. Some, some okay. songs, and, yeah, yeah, in my I opinion. Mean, okay, yeah, for sure. On, on this album, yeah, it was along with the Swedish too. Yeah, and I think they've, they've kind of strayed a little bit away from the classical Swedish stuff like uh, Entombed and Dismember. Yeah, I was starting to hear a little bit more, maybe mm-hmm. a bit too wary and Morbid Angel yeah. kind of in there now, or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Uh, for the traditional heavy metal, I got Riot City with their second release, Electric Elite. Uh, these Canadian guys are doing the heavy metal, speed metal kind of mesh thing really well. Uh, so I really enjoyed the second album. Uh, they have a lot of influences from Judas Priest, so you can kind of hear that quite a bit. Uh, some Exciter kind of vibes that I get as well from this from this <clears throat> release. Um, so it was really good. Riot City, Electric Elite. Uh, Belfagor. Man, we hadn't talked, I haven't talked about Belfagor in a long time. The Devils. Uh, Belfagor is a guarantee of brutal black and death metal, or death and black metal, I guess you could say. Um, really enjoyed The Devils. Um, it's one of those albums that kind of sticks out from the last you know five ten years that you guys have doing this is one of the one of the ones that kind of sticks out for me uh thinking with a black metal theme dark funeral we are the apocalypse uh straight brutal black metal uh caught him with the cannibal corpse tour with immolation as well um the coolest thing about about the dark funeral nowadays um dark funeral wasn't one of my favorite bands to watch live before uh but now every time i've seen them in the last few years they are on point, especially playing the new songs. They are absolutely, uh, you know, tight. It's one of those bands, black metal bands, that's very tight with their production, very tight with their live uh, setup, um, and very enjoyable. Ah, drink. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, Revocation, Nether Heaven. Uh, this, these guys, a uh, three-piece uh, from the East Coast. Fantastic, fantastic band. Uh, just three guys make it sound like it's five. Uh, brutal, straight to the neck death metal, um, and they they really they really put it out with this one, uh, Nether Heaven, and I think they are on Napalm Records. So if you can pick those up, Revocation, probably my top for the year. Yeah, one of the newer American bands to look out for, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. heard them. Oh yeah, yeah. They've been doing a lot of. I mean, it's one of those bands that's that's been touring forever. Um, usually in support of bigger death metal bands or, or thrash metal uh, bands. Uh, they're kind of coming onto their own. And uh, I think they did a headlining tour this past year, too. They came through San Diego. Uh, one of those bands that's really coming into their own. Um, one of those young American death metal bands that, that just, you know, blows you away. Yeah, they're getting a big push. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll go through mine real quick. Uh, we might have some cross between some <laughs> of ours. Uh, so we didn't, like, talk to each other before this. So my number 10 is the band Dream Unending, and this the album is called Song of Salvation, and they're kind of a doom metal band with like a lot of psychedelic dreamy, since dream's in the name, dreamy mm. sounding. So think, uh, I don't know, think, uh, who do I have here? Like Pink Floyd meeting like like Tiamat, old Tiamat. Okay. Uh, with maybe like some like David Lynch like soundtrack mixed in. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> so they're pretty cool. 
Uh, my number nine is uh, Dark Throne, Astral Forces. Oh. What else can you say? I mean, it's... <laughs> it's a... This is a nostalgia pick for me. I don't, I don't think it's, like, going to be a down that blows anybody away. But I always like what they put out. Hmm. So that, that's just... Uh, maybe that's number nine. Number eight. Camp Far. Oh, uh, wow. They did have an album. They have a new album. Yeah. yeah. Till Clover's Tucket. <laughs> but, you know, if, I've been a Camp Far fan for a long time. Uh, they, if you don't know Camp Far, they're Viking metal without being this, like, hurdy-gurdy sing-along crap they're kind of like more of the violent sounding mm-hmm. uh but they do have some atmospheric stuff a little bit but it's definitely not trying to be prog and not trying to be catchy uh yeah, it's kind of melodic a little bit so, so yeah but number seven was riot city yep. which he already went over yep. uh electric elite uh my number six summerlands dream killer if you don't know summerlands uh they're kind of like sound like a Kind of an 80s arena rock band. Uh, think like Ozzy and Dokken type of stuff. Uh, catchy. Uh, kind of like Dio, except... Uh, just, they're, they're guys from uh, Texas, and it's members of Eternal Champion, and I love Eternal Champion, right. so... Yeah, check them out. Uh, number five, this band called Chat Pile. <laughs> Chat Pile. And the album is called God's Country. And this is a weird one for me. I don't normally listen to this kind of stuff very much. But it's definitely sitting on the kind of noise, kind of punk side. Mm. Um, And their their name is interesting because Chat Pile is uh, a pile of debris that comes from mining. And if you've heard of Pitcher, Oklahoma, they had to close down the whole town because of these huge piles of waste rock left from like the 50s. Uh, because they're all full of toxic metals and killing people. So, <laughs> Jesus. The band is called Chat Pile, and their debut album is God's Country. Uh, th- they have one song called Grimace Smoking Weed. <laughs> 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 you know, Matt, Max Sabbath song. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So number four, uh, the band Night, uh, Voices of the Cronian Moon. Uh, I never knew about Night until I saw them at Hell's Heroes this, this, this year, still. Um... And then I went back and listened to them after seeing them live and been impressed with all their stuff. They're, they're kind of a, uh, I would say they're kind of like Motorhead meets Death Metal, uh, Death and Roll, uh, whatever yeah. kind of label you want to put on it. Okay. Uh, pretty catchy, but real creepy kind of show killer vibe uh, with the vocals. <clears throat> so that was my number four. Number three, Autopsy, Morbidity Triumphant. Uh, this is kind of revert back to their dirtier sound okay uh their last album was very clean and polished sounding this one's dirty it's kind of more simplified less technical back to the roots uh, kind of thing but yeah i really like it so that's an autopsy that's number three number two uh devil master ecstasies of the ecstasies of never ending night uh i saw devil master at psycho las vegas this year they're pretty badass they're kind of like uh, Midnight, uh, like the band Midnight, but pay, but they have keyboards. Um, I think even more catchy, but also have a, like a a pretty dark side. Uh, so I don't know what you would call that. Kind of like Death and Roll, but a little more melodic with the keyboards. You don't mm-hmm. really see that much. Uh, my number one is this band called Black Braid. Uh, Black Braid are a one man band, and their whole thing is. 
their whole uh, experience is uh, Native American because he's a Native American. Mm. Uh, so I feel like bands like Agalock or Agalock, I've heard people call them. <laughs> uh, check this band out. They're pretty good. Uh, I would say Panopticon fans would like them too. Mm. So they hit the, they hit, they hit the like fast black metal, but they also you know have the kind of serene, beautiful parts. So check it out. Uh, if you want to read more about my picks. Uh, I'll have them posted on uh, metalswapmeet.com and you can check them out there. And you can also listen to all the... You can listen to sample tracks there, too. Mm. Beans. All right, right. So I'm just going to go in uh, alphabetical order. I don't really mm-hmm. have a numbered mm-hmm. order. So uh, starting with uh, Autopsy also, the Morbidity Triumphant. It's just uh, back to this dirty, raw death metal, which... I always liked about Autopsy, so mm-hmm. if you haven't heard it yet, check it out. And then the next one is uh, the Blood Os Nord, the Blood Os Nord, Disharmonium. I don't know if you guys heard them, they're from France. Mm-hmm. And a uh, psychedelic, uh, atmospheric black metal with uh, fretless guitars. It's the guitars cute. itself or the bass? No, uh, the guitars are fretless. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's cool. why they kind of have a weird, dissonant kind of sound and mm. stuff. So you could really do the weird slides? Yeah. And the bands and stuff. Then uh, another one I picked was uh, Death Spell Omega, The Long Defeat. Not really a huge Death Spell Omega fan, but it was a it was a good album. I thought they had. Some, uh, if you heard them before, you probably know what to expect. Kind of dark and has some slower parts and faster parts and stuff. So. Uh, one I really liked that I never heard of before was uh, Haunted Shores Void. I think it's uh, some of the guys from uh, Periphery. I don't know if you heard them. Yeah, perfect. It's a, I think it's an instrumental album. There's no vocals. Starts off kind of just a really raw and like almost like the first uh, the the fourth over album, the Natin's Madrigal. But then it like the production actually is good. So check it out. It's really atmospheric and technical, especially for an American band. Something something to look out for. Another one was actually a Mexican band, Osico, uh, hyper violent. They're kind of a industrial band but they also got some uh, metal parts on this <clears> album and stuff too uh, if you haven't heard them it's, uh, they're really dark and uh, kind of extreme vocals kind of uh, yeah. maybe some distortion on the vocals and they seem to have like a, a they kind of jump back and forth between like the full-on electronic uh kind of industrial oh, yeah. thing and then to the straight up like <clears throat> you know hit you in the face kind of um, metal, uh, death metal sometimes. Yeah, especially so, on this album, yeah. they had some metal parts. Usually, most of the time they don't, but on this one they did. Even without it, I like yeah. it, but even with, it's a cool mixture, and the keyboards are really cool. Yeah, and from what I hear, they, they kind of do that when they play, depending on what type of festivals or shows they're playing, they will mix up their playlist to to that. Oh, so, so they could play like Metal Fest, and then you could play some like r- raves and shit? Yeah, like some crazy, like, oh, you know, yeah, more yeah. like a gothic kind of thing. And then I've and seen them also have like people come out with like a Mayan outfits and stuff and do some like a instruments and stuff. Too. Yeah. No, no, it's a, it's a very interesting band. Yeah. And then the uh, next one uh, was Immolation, Acts of God, another great death metal album, probably one of my favorite death metal bands. Uh, I thought it was a little bit darker than the Atonement, a little bit more straightforward. But I kind of get what you guys mean about uh, Tommy. Maybe it was a little bit more catchier. You yeah. Mm-hmm. Dig the songs a bit more. I think this one was a little bit darker and more faster and harder a little bit. Then another one was surprisingly to me was uh, the new Ozzy album, Patient Number 9. I know he doesn't write most of the shit, but 
It's got <laughs> Eric Clapton. It's got Tony Iommi on there. It's got Zach Wilde. It's got Jeff Beck. It's got all kinds of guitarists and stuff. And uh, some of the songs are pretty cool. So Do you think this surprised. will be his last album? I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I was wondering if that's, maybe that's why he has so many guests on there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially with the the news you hear about his medical state. Yeah, he keeps canceling shows and stuff. So. Yeah. Uh, another one that was surprising I never heard of was uh, Sakis Tolis from uh, Roddy Christ, his mm. solo album, Along the Fires of Hell. That's uh, really good. I don't know if you like Roddy Christ, but it's kind of I had listened to that when it came out, but I forgot about it. Yeah, it's kind of similar, melodic, dark, Greek-style metal. Really mm -hmm. cool. Check it out. And then uh, another one was uh, Sai from Japan, the new album Shiki. Uh, it's a little bit more metal than the last couple of albums. Some of the other ones get more psychedelic, and some people say they sound like Pink Floyd sometimes, but this one was more metal and a little bit more straightforward. Still has a lot of uh, atmospheric parts and keyboards and saxophone and weird vocals. And real, really interesting album. I would recommend it. And another uh, last one here. It's uh, only an EP, but it's uh, another Greek band, The Thou Art Lord, and it's uh, called Demoniorum. And it's a, a, a latest album since her last uh, full length. Uh, I forgot what it was called. Uh, Pulse of Lucifer or something. Yeah, it's a killer EP. So check it out. It's a Greek black metal, atmospheric, dark. I think Brian said it reminded him of the speed metal, the riffing. So. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that was a project that uh, Sake's from... Rodney Christ was involved in as well, right? Uh, I think it has a member from Rodney Christ too, yeah. Oh, okay. I think he might be still involved. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. So, if you have your picks for this year already, or even if you don't, uh, you know, shoot us some of your favorites. A lot of stuff that we didn't get to listen to this year because of everything that was going on. Um, but we're always, I'm always looking for, for suggestions, for sure. Yeah, put, put in the comments what, what your favorites are. Um, or if, you didn't know some of the bands that we mentioned and you went and checked them out. Let us know what you think. Yeah. If they're shit, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, they're a, if they're a steaming chat pile, let us know. If they're a steaming chat pile, please yeah. let us know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, maybe now that probably once the New Year's over, we can make more of these videos and, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll make announcements start, and stuff. Start checking out we'll, some of the newer stuff when it comes out. Yeah, know? yeah. What, um, what about uh, what was your favorite concert of this year? If you had to pick one, ooh, real quick, that's a good question. For me, it was Hell's Heroes that I went to. That festival was amazing, and I'm going back this year, uh, in 2023. Wow. For me, it was uh, I would say the Merciful Fate at the Psycho Fest. That was a pretty awesome, and seeing everyone cheer afterwards was pretty amazing. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I think for me, possibly the Iron Maiden. You know. Yeah, that was, was good. It's always a, yeah, a highlight. It was a great day with everybody hanging out and everything. Um, so I think Iron Maiden might have been one of the tops. Close second. Probably the Cannibal Corpse one, man. At yeah, the, that was pretty good. Observatory, Cannibal Corpse simulation. So much so, I'm sure it'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't predict the future, but maybe we can. <laughs> maybe it'll be good. Huh? Yeah, yeah. What was your favorite shows? Yeah, yeah let us know what you thought of shows, because there was a lot of them here in San Diego, so that was cool. Or if you want any cool festivals, uh, let us know as well. Um, but yeah, time's almost set there. Well, all right. Talk to you guys later. <laughs>